Okay, Chavra, we are at the very bottom of the Afid Aleph, Ahmed Aleph. We're talking about the Machloket, about the Nazir. And is the Nazir a good thing or a bad thing? We saw this Machloket in the Brayta <coughs> between uh, the Tanakama and Rabbi Lazar. Yeah, I think that's what we saw, right? So, and Shmuel, so it would seem like saying like the, uh, the Tanakama that the Nazir is not a good thing. Not a good thing. Oh, sorry, that's Rabbi Lazar. Sorry, Rabbi Lazar Kafar. And uh, Rabbi Lazar. And Shmuel is like Rabbi Lazar Kafar. So Gemara says now at the bottom. One second. Umi Amar Rabbi Lazar Hachi. Gemara questions if Rabbi Lazar, who said that he's called, that Nazar is called the Kadosh, does he really think that? Rabbi Lazar said, a person should always measure themselves, turn the page. He should treat himself as though there is a this holy thing inside his innards. Within you is holiness, and I will not come into the city. Now, if you look at Rashi here, Rashi says, and since you're in, because as if all your innards are holy, and what's the result of that? Rashi says, "Ve'asur lachishan." It'll be prohibited then, therefore, to withhold from them. Meaning, you would have to feed the kedusha inside of you, right? You can't neglect what's inside because if that's kadosh, kadosh in this case doesn't mean you're going to withhold from uh, from uh, uh, let's say think, you know um, physical things. You have to treat your, you know, treat the, the the insides properly and feed them. So how does that jive with Shmuel saying that the Nazir is Kadosh, being a Sadiq is Kadosh? The Gemara says, Lokashya, Hadamatsi Luzuri Nafshe, Hadalomatsi Luzuri Nafshe, he says, oh, it depends. Are you, if a person is able to uh, withhold from themselves, that's good. But if they're not able to withhold from themselves, that's bad. And you have to, it's healthy for you. So generally speaking, uh, Rebbe approach would be, it's good to uh, withhold. That would, be, that would be a general approach. It's good to withhold. But the question is, but if you can't do it, if you can't do it and it sort of makes you weak, and that's, you're not going to be able to be productive, then it's not worth it, right? Okay, that's it. Another, Reish Lakish Amar, Reish Lakish has a different uh, take about the, uh, about the uh, person who fasts. Nikra Chasid, he's called a uh, pious person. Shnemar Gomel Nafsho Ish Chasid. Velcher Shero. Look at Rashi, Nikra Chasid. Hamit ane, the person who fasts, dichtiv gomel nafsho ish chesed mafrish atzmo bimachalam bishteh. Okay, it says the word gomel nafsho says means you withhold from food and drink. Where does the word gomel mean? That Rashi explains. Kmo biyom higamel et yitzchak. Like it says, the day that yitzchak was weaned, right, to to wean the baby off of the mother's milk, so that that's higamel. So it's an, an element of withholding. Now, obviously, a baby, you're withholding from one source of food, and we start to give the baby other food. <laughs> okay, but the point is that the word gamel means to withhold. Now, it says, gomel nafsho ish chasid. Right? Ish chasid. The person who like, withholds from his soul uh, is, uh, is that way. Okay, so Amr Rav Shesha says, Har bar berav, de yati beta'anita. This Tamil uh, Chacham, who... Uh, again, yati batanita means he literally sits in a fast. That means he observes a fast. Lecho kalba lishirute. A dog should eat his portion. Now, the, the implication from that, uh, phrase, I think, is that it's a waste. I mean, like, wow, so you're not gonna have the meal. So what's gonna, so what's gonna happen with your meal? The dog's gonna eat it. What does the dog need? The dog doesn't need it. The dog has other sources of food. It doesn't need your food. So it's a total waste. That's the idea, that a bar beirav should not be wasting his time with fasting. If you look at Rashi, Sherute, um, Rashi says, Seudato, Kabalecho Seudato, Lokach, Amitana, Enomo, Ilo, Elokamisha, Mitana, Bibnesha, Enlo, Bayocham. It's like, it's no better than fasting because you don't have what to eat. 
fine. So you want to not eat? Don't eat, I guess. But like, there's no be- positive benefit to go along with that. Okay. So that's a different, that's his appreciation. That's his opinion. Okay. Furthermore, back to the Gemara. I'm Rabbi Yomi Bar On the topic of the fast days, so um, they point out, Rabbi Yomi Bar says, and Bavel, the only fast day that was like a, a real Tanit Sibur, meaning from evening to evening, and with all the Inuyim, you know, like not eating and drinking, and washing, and anointing, and the no shoes, that's only Tisha B'Av. Only Tisha B'Av. Okay? And just to point that out, is that, generally speaking, we would assume that this is true, that all the fast days, even what we call now minor fast days, Asar Asar right? All those fast days, they should all be the full-fledged fast day, the same thing we do Tisha B'Av, but we don't do that. This is, this is the line. It tells us that we only do it Tisha B'Av, okay? Okay. Now, Rabbi, I'm Rabbi Amribar Abba, I'm Lakish. Rabbi Amribar Abba also quotes Rish Lakish, says, Ain't Tamin Chacham Barashay Leshe B'Tanit, not fast, meaning not fast as a normal course of his sort of like religious experience because he will be withholding or minimizing Melech HaShemayim, his holy work. Right? Tamid HaChacham should be learning, teaching, leading the people spiritually. So if you're fasting and you're weak and you can't function, so what, what good are you doing? Right? So that's again, so you see the over, so just to summarize, so that we see, like the overall approach seems to be that even though there is a machloket about this, I think you get the sense that like we're not so much in favor of Fasting, okay, in terms or withholding from ourselves certain things. Again, I guess if, if there could be some positive element to it, if you know if you're cut out for it. But generally speaking, it seems like it's like leaning towards the direction of not doing those things. But there certainly is a strong opinion that those things are also valuable. Okay, moving along into the next piece of the mission, which said, So we have this Sandin Sibor now because of the lack of rain, and you'll eat and drink again at night. So an individual accepts a fast upon themselves. And this is not Tani Sibor. This is an individual, and you might do that for whatever uh, whatever reason you might do it. Look at Rashi, Tanit, to go further down the page. He says, Usually when you accept a fast, you do it from the day before. You say, Behold, I'm going to accept a Tanit for myself tomorrow. We usually do that mincha time. He says, Rashi points this out, and we'll see this in the Gemara in a second explicitly, but even if you eat and drink the next day, I'm sorry, that night until uh, dawn, the next day you'll say anenu anyways in your tefillah, because the fast day that you accepted in the afternoon uh, only starts in the morning. Back in the Gemara. Let's just reread it. Okay, so next day he'll say that because it's not a problem. Because just because you accept the fast as he had mincha before, that's not indicating that you plan to fast that night. You're only going to start the fast the next morning, and then that's when the start fast starts, and then you say anenu because anenu is the tefillah you make for when you're fasting. Okay, lan betanuto. How about a person who goes to sleep? Still fasting. Let's say a person's fasting and tastes the Thursday. Okay, so you're fasting on a Thursday, but we said Bahab, right? So you're fasting on a Thursday. You get to uh, to nightfall, and you know what? You get like you, know, you just don't bother to, to find any food. You just uh, you're in base measures. You know you're like late night in the base, and you're learning whatever. And you tell you I'll just go to sleep, and I wake up in the morning, and I just turns out I haven't uh, I haven't eaten yet after my fast. Okay, so the Gemara tells us, "Eno mit palel shel ta'anit." The following morning, you wake up Friday morning, you don't say anenu anymore. Ah, but you're still fasting. Yeah, but it wasn't an, it's not an official fast anymore. Okay? That's the idea. Amr of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, Micah of Ravuna. What does Ravuna think? Why would Ravuna say such a thing that you don't, you don't say anenu? So, so there are two possibilities here. Does he hold that you cannot fast for 
hours, meaning is there only one type of fast, which means a full day fast, and if you want to fast only hours, meaning like the few hours you were sleeping, maybe the tefillah, the hour of davening shacharit, whatever, right? But like, there's no such thing as a fast like that, and that's why I don't say anedu. Oh no, maybe there is such a thing as fasting for hours. It's a valuable thing to do, but But the person who, who, who fasts only for a few hours, they don't, you don't qualify sort of like to say the special tefillah of a fasting. That's the question he's asking. Right, that's, again, so back to, back to again, Rapunda said, if you were fa- had a fast day, you slept the whole night, but you didn't, you didn't uh, eat. So the next one, you don't say, I mean, is that because this isn't a worthwhile thing to do at all? Or just as a tacticality, when this type of fast, you don't say anything. So, Abai says, no, really, he holds, you can have a fast day for hours. No, it says no. The Abayah saying is neither the things you suggest. You said either there's no such thing as a, as a tefillah for shaot, or there is for, as, as such a thing, but you don't say anenu. Abayah says no, there is a tefillah for shaot, and you do say anenu. So what's going on here? Vishani hachan. Here it's different. Because the difference is that there's the, the hours of the nighttime that you do not originally accept upon yourself. Meaning you accepted the fast for the daytime. You chose you in the end. You happen not to eat overnight. But since you didn't declare that as a fast, that's why you're not going to say the tefillah of anenu. Okay. So that's the uh, that's the idea. Going now, we have a little story. Marukva ikla leginzak. Barukwa went to visit a place called the Ginzak. Baumine, they asked him the following question. Do we have fast days for partial time, for, for hours or no fast days for hours? So Gemara says, It wasn't in his hands. So really, but that means he didn't, know the, he didn't know the answer. Okay? And then the Gemara is going to give us two other cases where people asked him a question and he didn't know the answer. And then we'll give you the answer. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, like jugs. Like jugs are used normally for wine of non Jews that they per, uh, prohibited and permissible to use. Meaning that normally we know that there's a halacha called stam yenam. We, are not, we do not consume or drink wine that uh, belong to non-Jews. We're concerned that they maybe poured the wine for our purposes, and, uh, and that would uh, make the wine uh, uh, prohibited. But even if they didn't necessarily do it, we're not sure, what we call stam yenam, by default, any wine that they have, we don't drink. So the question is, if they have wine jugs and that are empty, and I want to use it for something else, can I use those jugs or not use those jugs? wasn't it? He didn't know the answer. Again, another question. This isn't really a halachic question. It's more like a, a historical question. When Moshe Rabbeinu was serving as the Kohen in the Mishkan, at the very beginning of the Mishkan, the first seven days before the, uh, the inauguration of the Kohanim, Moshe was like the Kohen. So he brought all the Korbanot in the Beit HaMidash those seven days. So means, what did he wear? He couldn't wear Big Day Kuna because he's not Kohen. He can't wear his Kohen's clothes. He's not Kohen. So what did he wear? Again, uh, he didn't have the answer. So the Gemara says, "Azal b'shad be'medrasha." So, what does a person do if you don't know the answer? You go ask. So we ask in the Beit Midrash, "What's the halach?" So Amr they said to the fellows, "Hilchata mitani l'shaot umipanilim tefilat tanit." Okay, first of all, the halacha is you can have a fast for several hours, and if you do such a thing, you would say the special tefilat tanit. You would say anenu. That's number one. And the halach is also that those uh, jugs, the wine jugs of the non-Jews, after 12 months, they'll be permissible. I Meaning, let them sit for 12 months, then they'll become permissible. By the way, it's interesting just to note that there is a, uh, there's an opinion, and there's a question about certain types of things, can you cash them or not? So China, you know, like the China plates and things like that. So there's a big machlok, uh, but can you cash those? There's many opinions that you cannot cash China. So there is an opinion of the Chacham Tzvi who says that if for something like China, if it goes unused for 12 months, you'd be allowed to, uh, you'd be allowed to use them. Okay? 
Not everyone agrees with that, but that's the, where does it come from? That comes really from this opinion as well. They said they had 12 months somehow, so they're like a reset button, okay, on these things. I guess for like the time, the taste of those things. And finally, He had a very simple white uh, cloak. Rav Kahana matanei b'chaluk laban she'en lo imra. Rav Kahana taught that it, was a, it wasn't just any cloak, it was a, a white cloak that had no hem. It had no hem, okay? And, uh, hem. Uh, what's a hem? I don't know, like, uh, when you, like, you know, at the bottom of a shirt? It's like folded over a little bit usually, right? You see how, like, it's, like there's little stitches here? That's a hem, okay? That's called a hem. Okay, so the idea is, what's the idea? Rashi explains that if you have a hem, it's a little bit open, it's a little like container kind of, and people might say, oh, Moshe Rabbeinu, I get it. So we go and all this gold and silver to the Beit HaMikdash. You go into the Beit HaMikdash all alone, on the Mishkan, sorry. You go into the Mishkan all alone for seven days. You have a garment that has a hem, very sneaky, you probably put all the coins in your hem. So you point out, no, there was no hem, so no one could accuse Moshe of like, going in there to steal uh, the money. Okay, so that's, uh, one second... Uh, yeah, fine. So we'll pause there and we'll continue with Hashem uh, on Sunday. Shabbat